Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and this is going to be an awesome episode. I'm going to be talking with the Amazon Associates team. So Mark is going to be joining us today. We're going to hear some answers to some questions that we've had for a little while. And these questions came from you, directly from the audience. You submitted the questions via a Google form not too long ago, and we're going to go through those questions. Now, we got a lot of them, so we're not going to be able to go through every single one. But if we don't get to your question today, we're going to be able to have Mark's team, someone on the associates team, get back to you via email. And quick note, we did have a little bit of a deadline to get the questions in for this interview, but it's going to be open moving forward. One other cool thing is this is kind of unprecedented. I haven't seen the associates team answer questions or come directly to try to work with us. So this is pretty awesome. This all came about because I got an introduction to my new buddy, Dean, and he said he had a connection over at the associates team and might be able to hook up this interview. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Dean, give a little intro about yourself and how this all came about. First off, thanks for, uh, for having us. I, I appreciate it, Doug. So really the inspiration uh, for this uh, goes back to my liaison days nearly a decade ago uh, when I was working for the UN. So I could see firsthand what the impact was of building uh, community relationships and, you know, having this uh, dynamic between organization, government institution, and then the community. So, you know, with that said, I'm also a digital marketer. Uh, first and foremost, and I've done the agency world. I've done, uh, you know, lead gen, I've sold affiliate sites. So this is definitely a near and dear topic to me. And I had the opportunity to engage with some of the senior leadership at Amazon, um, and really come from the perspective of a digital marketer, someone who could, you know, who, who knew what was going on, on the ground. And basically we came to a, a situation where uh, we created an opportunity to say, all right, let's have Amazon come in, interview with the owners where, you know, of communities where there are uh, active associate members. And, you know, this is why Mark uh, Keeney is here. So um, I'm just really thrilled that they've uh, agreed to this. And uh, I'm happy to see where it goes from here. So thank you. Awesome, Dean. I'm glad we got connected and we're not going to beat around the bush too much here. So Mark... Let's get to know you a little bit. Let's get into the questions. So you're out of the, uh, like the home office in Seattle, right? Is that, is that the right location? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm based in the Seattle office and I'm part of the associates team and I'm a part of the business development team focusing on a number of different things, but including a business strategy for the program. Cool. And how long have you been working at Amazon? It's been about, oh, two and a half, almost three years with Amazon. Um, I've been in the digital marketing space, though, for 25-ish years. Uh, you can kind of tell by the gray hair. Um, and affiliate's been one of those channels that's, um, you know, been present in most of my uh, direct-to-consumer activities. Okay. And, you know, you told us a little bit about the role. If you want to expand a little bit more, that's great. But can you tell us a little bit why you're here as well? Yeah, I think, well, as everyone hears and knows, I mean, Amazon's a data-driven company, but what's so great, well, you really need to complement just raw data with um, the anecdotes. 
And so for hearing from creators is directly is so important, I think, for shaping our, our program, both, you know, how our roadmap and how are things performing and just getting that overall pulse and feedback. So this is a great forum. So I, again, I encourage everyone to, um, you know, submit any additional questions or thoughts uh, in that form. Um, we also will follow up with some additional information about Prime Day, which is just around the corner. And then also, as a general rule, we tend to reach out periodically to our creators, whether it's surveys, um, asking for our participation in panels, et cetera. So I encourage any creators that are part of our program to, you know, share their voice and participate. And thanks for everyone who submitted questions. And we're just going to jump right into it. I know we have a limited time here. Sometimes my interviews go for you know, 90 minutes, but we're not going to do that today. So. What are some strategies you've seen your best affiliates use that help make the most out of Prime Day, which is coming up around the corner? That's right. Prime Day uh, is July 11th and 12th. Um, so that's why everyone at Amazon is very busy right now at this, at this point. Uh, but first and foremost, I mean, both for Prime Day and for uh, peak holiday season and any sort of sales event, number one, plan ahead. Um, Really, if you start thinking about the content that's going to resonate with your audience, the sooner, the better. And then also like post event, I think it's good to kind of do a personal retrospective of like what really worked, what didn't, and kind of tee up those ideas for the next time around, because these do recur every year. So it's a good opportunity to kind of get in front of that. Uh, specifically for Prime Day, it, there's a huge amount of deals that are, are going to be running. Um, and so... I think it, it's really vital to kind of stay on top of all of these deals. Some will sell out quickly and you don't want to have, you know, that sort of broken link uh, experience or, at, at, you know, sold out, et cetera. So stay on top of that and already think about that alternative. What's the next product to kind of swap in? What's an adjacent product, um, et cetera. Uh, on a more evergreen standpoint, I think it's a good idea for creators to think about evergreen content. So whether that's building pages that are um, thematic, like best Christmas gifts for dads who like the outdoors or prime deal deals for dog lovers, et cetera, et cetera. Those are good sort of beachhead uh, pieces of content that you can swap in the different deals that are running um, during a, uh, uh, an event like this. And one of those to kind of help you stay on top of what's trending or what's hot, uh, if you will, is we've launched a, a series of educational pages called Creator University. And within that uh, section, there is a events page. Um, and you can kind of get a, you know, an example of what were the top keywords that were searched for say previous campaigns, whether it's back to school, off to college, et cetera, et cetera. Um, again, just kind of helps stay on top of what's really trending. And then finally, um, new this year, um, and many creators are actually already seeing this, but all will see this on Prime Day. Is we've launched within Associate Central um, a personalized Prime Day deal uh, hub. So this will surface up the top 10 deals that are most relevant for your site based on previous content available deals. And then it's expandable to show the top 200 deals. So it's a really good way to kind of hone in on some of, again, what's hot and what are some of the good ideas for your site. That's great. Yeah, that would save a huge amount of time so you don't have to cycle through and try to make all those mini decisions. So awesome. One thing on that too is, look, we understand like creator, all creators, you know, 
plan their content differently. And so there's just a myriad of ways of doing that. So we're always trying to streamline that process and just make the, the, the job easier, if you will. Right. Yep. And like I said, all those mini decisions are really kind of lifts the weight up and at least you could narrow it down. Like you said, it hone in, distill it down to the ones that really matter. Great. All right. So next is what's the difference between the Amazon Associates program and the influencer program, which I've chatted with some folks in the influencer program that have been seeing great results. So what's the difference? And then do they pay the same rates? Yeah. So effectively, they're the same uh, program and the same rates. Um, really, the only difference is that the, obviously, the medium for which reaching the audiences are different, a little bit more lean into social versus um, pure content or pure websites, if you will. Um, and that's the frequency. So traditionally, right, uh, from the affiliate standpoint, it's building content that's going to get indexed um, for search engines and so forth. So it's a little bit more of building content that will maybe monetize within, say, a month or two or when, whenever indexing happens, right? Whereas social, it's a little bit more of the immediacy. It's the, all about the frequency and so forth. So just the, there's, there's some slight variances there, and there may be different tool sets that serve those different creators um, differently. But by and large, it, it, you know, at its core, it's the same, same rate plan, same, you know, experience there. Got it. What are the top strategies for boosting conversion rates? Yeah, and this might be a real obvious statement, but, um, you know, it, the best way to improve your conversions is just to have a more qualified shopper. So the more trust and authority you build on a particular topic, um, these would be your audience and so forth, the better conversions, the more trust you're going to have and um, that'll translate into more sales. Um, we also see when, when creators point uh, directly into our product detail pages, we see a much higher conversion. Um, it's actually prohibited to go just link directly to our homepage or sort of a you know, non-value add link like that. But we do see a conversion lift for sure in going to those product detail pages. And then one other thought um, to help with that content idea is uh, there's, a, there's a report within Associate Central that are all order, excuse me, all other items ordered. So this is a good tool to kind of look for adjacency. So whether or not you're very much focused on one category, you can might get some ideas and inspiration on like, well, that's interesting. We should try looking at a different category or different type of content. Um, it generally tends to be what I would call an adjacent feel or adjacent type, but sometimes it can be absolutely left field. Um, that's another way to kind of help. All right. Any other conversion boosting strategies, just make sure we didn't miss any. No, I think that's, um, no, I think that's like really the, the top ones that I can think of right off the top of my head. All right. A few years ago, I got this uh, crazy email that kind of surprised me, um, from, from Amazon and it was an audit and I knew, you know, potentially that could happen because Amazon audits websites to verify their compliance with the terms of service. What are the prevalent errors that individuals should be mindful of to ensure compliance? I made it through, by the way, but <laughs> what, what errors do they make? Yeah, yeah. Well, so first off, uh, again, referencing back this Creator University, there's a page on there that are called the do's and don'ts of the program. And I think it's a really good, it's good for new 
creators, as well as people who've been on the program, just to kind of reinforce policies. Um, I mean, we obviously encourage everyone to read the operating uh, agreement, but it is a legal document. So I understand the, the legibility there. But the do's and don'ts can kind of help you steer clear of some common pratfalls. Um, and, you know, one of those, it seems like it's obvious, but it still is one that sometimes people forget is to disclose that you are an affiliate, that these links, you know, there is a compensation happening. Um, so I think that's just, again, back to building trust with your readers or your audience, that that's a just best practice and a must. Um, when you're first starting off, um, I think some creators, you know, will try to order, uh, get credit for sales that they make themselves. That's uh, obviously personal orders are prohibited, but that's just another one worth calling out. Um, another is really avoiding any use of uh, terms like copycat, dupes, um, et cetera, for various products. That's just, um, it's not good for the for anyone really on terms of like the brands that are being, you know, mimicked, if you will, but it's also just not a good consumer experience and that's prohibited. Um, and then um, th also when first starting off, it, it, you know, I think sometimes there's a tendency for people to sign up and then go build a website, if you will. I'd reverse that. Go build the website, build that audience, then come back and make sure that the content you build is your own. Uh, that it's authentic. Um, we, you know, obviously it's prohibited to, on a trademarking standpoint and copy, uh, right infringement and so forth, but also just, just the mimicking and so forth will get, that'll get caught. Um, so build your own and, and have your own voice. Um, and then, um, yeah, I think that's, I think those are our most common, um, sort of gotchas, if you will. And you, you mentioned a new one that I didn't even know, and that's the copycat and dupes. I didn't realize that that was um, an issue. So I'll have to research that a little bit more deeply. And it, it sounds like that could be on the university page, the, the educational page you mentioned. It is. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Got it. Moving on. Can we put affiliate links to other retailers on the same page as Amazon affiliate links? So can we send them to Walmart or Target or other places like that? Yeah, so I, I mean, one obvious um, piece is Amazon program content like Audible or Amazon Prime Video, et cetera, that must link over to Amazon. But with that said, offering customer customers multiple options um, to enhance that shopping experience, um, you know, for retail products does not violate our terms of service. And we're completely aware of obviously the changes in SEO and Google's policy around offering multiple retailer links and so forth. And that's, that's perfectly fine and capable. I think the key is a, if it's, uh, Amazon tools that are being used to serve that content, that Amazon is one of those options, of course. Um, and then to any link, it should be clear to the consumer where they're being taken. No blind links or redirects, if you will, of just, you know, buy now and then redirected, you know, it's sort of a roulette wheel of where to go. Um, that's a, pro that, that's prohibitive. Got but it. we think, I mean, that's just good to give consumer choice. Perfect. That makes sense to me. Like you said, with Google coming out and saying, hey, give consumers choices, you know, we're kind of, kind of need to do. So, all right, great. Yeah. So this is one thing that always kind of confused me and I wasn't quite sure 
but is it acceptable to include affiliate links in emails? Yeah, it's not okay to link directly to Amazon uh, from your e emails. However, I mean, we, we do encourage you, you leverage email as a means to engage your audience. It's just simply route that traffic back into your site uh, or your property. The, the concerns here are really around that lack of visibility. Um, and, and also, believe it or not, when we found from testing um, with a number of, of other you know, partners and so forth, we've actually found conversion to be more effective when that's happening because you, the creator, are qualifying that audience and you're kind of reinforcing that before coming over into Amazon. And typically, you know, emails can be, have a little bit of limited information. And so just kind of curling them directly into that, it might be a little premature. Got it. All right. So I'm going to explain the situation here. Hopefully, you know, people will follow along. If you're not familiar with the influencer program, you'll be able to, you know, do a little research. But here's the deal. If an affiliate sends a buyer from their website to Amazon, and then the buyer views a video on the product page from an Amazon influencer and therefore thereafter buys the product, then would the original affiliate who sent the click get the commission or does it go to the Amazon influencer who posted the video on the product page? This could be a logic test that we um, start to have in <laughs> universities and so forth. Uh, no. So the, at, the attribution here, in this case, it'll credit that inbound link in this use case. So th there's a 24-hour attribution window that's effectively triggered by that add to cart functionality. And so in that case, inbound will get the credit. Our on-site is more for purely on-site, um, you know, perusing or browsing. Got it. Pretty clear. That one makes, that one makes a lot of sense. <laughs> if I want to write content for readers in other countries in which Amazon has a presence, mm -hmm. do I need to sign up for each individual associates program in order to earn commissions for sales in that country? And if so, why? Yeah. Well, the reason why we're requiring sign up for each individual affiliate program in, um, because each country has different rules and regulations. Um, that we need to abide by as a company and to ensure that we're remaining in compliance with those uh, tax structures, et cetera. All right. And I'm, I'm based in the U.S., but a portion of my audience is in other countries. If these readers click on my uh, affiliate link for the U.S. Amazon Associates program, will I still get credit for the sale, which I really ties into the previous question a little bit too. Yeah, so this is the uh, the sort of the other option. Um, but if you have a large readership that is outside of the United States for in this example, you might want to consider using our one link feature. Um, so one link gives you your international audience like an improved shopping experience. It effectively just will automatically redirect them to the website that is closest to them for fulfillment. Um, so it's really a, it's a single solution. That works for multiple countries, including you know most of Europe, JP or Japan, um, and a few others. And again, we'll have a link. Or there, there's information about this about one link within our tools section within Creator University. That kind of outline all the countries. All right. So as we're winding down here, we'll let you you know talk about some of the you know links that. We'll put in the show notes, people will be able to get to it, but what other information do you have for members of my community that may help them out? And is there anything else you want to share with us? 
Yeah. I, so, I mean, first and foremost, again, with Prime Day, just right on the corner, again, I would look for those emails that we're continuously sending out about the program and upcoming deals. There are a number of Prime Day deals um, that are live now uh, on this lead up period. They tend to be more uh, oriented around a lot of our services and programs, et cetera. Um, we'll have links to that within the show notes. Um, we'll definitely, for those that are not part of the program, we'll have a link to the uh, sign up page so you can kind of get started. Um, let's see, we'll also have links to, again, some part of that deal discovery. There's a couple other links I think are handy where there's the deals page. We have a page called Movers and Shakers, which is really products that are really trending um, right now. It's get another good inspirational um, uh, page, if you will. I mentioned Creator University. That's um, just kind of the catch-all for a lot of um, all this information. And then, of course, um, do continue to fill out that form if you have any other questions directly that you have for us. And then at any point in the future, too, there's a contact us page uh, or link, you know, within Associate Central. And if you have any other questions about the program, by all means, or, or feedback, um, by all means, do please submit that and give us a detailed, you know, your thoughts on any topic you may, whether it's tools, reporting, et cetera. That's always helpful. And we, we do love to hear that. Excellent. And I, I won't hold you to this, but is there some turnaround time that people might expect to get an answer back? Because I, I assume it's not going to be instant. It's not going to be, you know, uh, within 15 minutes. So if someone submits a question into the form, what should they expect to hear back from your team? Well, so for the form that we have here, th this should happen here within the next couple of weeks. Um, just depends on the topic or, or how specific Maybe if they're general terms or questions and so forth, obviously we can turn that quickly. If there's research required, that's going to take a little bit more time and so forth. Um, so that's All the right. general guidance there. Okay. And this is not Which on is, a list. I mean, it just depends. It depends. <laughs> it's, it's my favorite yeah. answer to almost all questions. Right. Okay. So I'm going to kick it back to Dean in just a second. Mark, I have another question for you. Not on my list here, so you don't even know it's coming. Are you nervous? I hope not. But um, we're talking guitar in the pre-interview. There was one behind. There's yeah. one behind me here. Do you want to share like a, either a song that you're working on? You don't have to play it, but just what are you working on, or what kind of guitar <laughs> do you have in the room there with you? Well, there's a couple. There's an electric and then there's acoustic. Uh, but um, I've been, you know, in between meetings, if you will, I've been uh, toying around with a little bit of Chris Stapleton. Okay. Uh, but I don't. I, I don't. I can't sing. Okay. So. <laughs> Same here, brother. Yeah. I can't sing. Um, and this is, you know, the guitar just on vacation that I brought with me, the beater. But in the last couple of years, I, I started picking up national resonators. So I'm playing like, I'm trying really hard to play like Delta blues and slide and finger style. It's been so challenging. It's like learning a new instrument, you know, to do finger style, but real cool. We'll have to talk later off the record and just yeah, talk about it. For guitars. sure. <laughs> cool. For sure. Well, Appreciate the time, man. And uh, Dean, can you kind of close us out? I appreciate you hooking everything up. And I know you wanted to, to mention a couple things before we finish up here. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the most important things to me uh, in, in my agency, because I'm, I'm definitely not going to be speaking for, for other people in their agencies, but um, you know, one of the things that I've considered uh, when I'm looking at this Amazon program holistically is 
a bunch of variables that help me, uh, you know, decide if Amazon is ultimately a good fit for me or not. And really, you know, some of these variables are qualitative and some are quantitative. So, you know, I'm, I'm expressing them just for formulaic sense, but just so you get an idea of, of the opportunity, in my opinion, is that, you know, there's really no site that I've seen uh, convert as well, right? So I, I look at that obvious economics of things. Then the um, number of niches and verticals that there are and, and different products multiplied by the buyer frequency of, you know, just a typical Amazon purchaser, right? You know, someone who, if you're going to be able to capitalize on that 24-hour uh, opportunity where somebody clicks on your link and they could buy, they could, you know, you could be uh, coming in for a kitchen knife and leaving with a garden hose, right? Like th this doesn't really happen uh, in many instances. And then multiplied by really the time uh, saved because, Many of these other platforms I'm working on, the user experience is not great. I've applied to programs uh, two years ago that I'm just getting acceptance to now. So that's just, that's ridiculous um, to build a strategy around, especially if you're, you're a new guy and you don't have traffic and, and uh, your site is pretty weak on a, on a domain and traffic level. Uh, a lot of programs don't even accept you in uh, if you don't have a compelling case. So, you know, when I look at that, and consider those variables that really paints a different uh, like picture of the realized rate that you get. So, um, you know, just something I, I wanted to share before closing it up. But uh, lastly is, you know, we worked really hard with Amazon to get these forms uh, possible, uh, created and sent out to the community. So uh, we definitely love to have anyone fill them out and, and send them over because this is really unique uh, opportunity to, you know, start engaging uh, in both ways. So, you know, thanks. Thanks for having us, Doug. You got it. It was a yeah. pleasure catching up with both of you, Mark and Dean. Um, thanks for taking the time out. We'll put links for all this stuff and hopefully, you know, we'll catch up again soon. So thank you both. Thank you, Doug. Cool.